You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome into episode number 83 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host Jesse Taylor and we are the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. The Eagles are officially back, baby. Not even just the Eagles. All of football starts tonight if you're listening to this tomorrow, Thursday night, obviously. Week one, the Eagles are headed to Detroit to take on the Lions with a revamped roster. So I'm excited for this game. They it just came out yesterday or sometime this week that the game's completely sold out. I know a ton of people going to Detroit for the game. I'm expecting an electric atmosphere, which kind of sounds funny because it is just the Lions. But I love it for the fact that football's back. I'm just – you're right. I'm so happy football's back. And I can only hope that – we feel the same positivity and excitement that football's back when we talk about the results of this game on on Monday morning. So it, it I think it is really interesting because when it, I, it also said the last time the Lions had a sold out game, what was that? 2007, I think the year was or something like that. They've been so bad for so long. But I that's I think that's really interesting that there are so many Eagles fans that are like up and out to Detroit for week one. I know it is interesting. And I mean, I guess because it's still a drivable distance, because I know like a lot of those fan um, like the Philly trips and stuff. Drivable distance. Um, You're talking to a girl that drove to and from Chicago like three different times this year. So I guess it's like not that much farther. Right. Yes. That's still, it's like a I'm fun road trip distance for doing that. That was insane. well, yeah. I am a different breed. I do love a good road trip. I do not. No I'm secret. not a fan. I don't like. Well, driving. especially now you got a little baby. Yeah, with the baby, it's a whole separate issue. We drove to South Carolina, and I at one point was laying across the back seat with my boob draped in her face because we didn't <laughs> want to stop again. So 
you know, it, it is it is a little bit different with a baby. Um, yeah, much different. One of the most well-behaved dogs on planet Earth that will just lay and will also enjoy the road trip as well. So, True. but yeah, okay. So in I don't know whose world Detroit's a driving, <laughs> but, but sure, okay. But either way, I still th- that's I mean it's an interesting place. Like I, when you look at the schedule and you're like, all right, if there's a game that I'm going to go to, this would not be the one that I would. No, I agree a hundred percent. I think mine would be Arizona. That's where I would want to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, to each his own this, I think it's also though, a lot of the buildup around this roster that they have this year and everybody's just so excited and it is week one. Um, the Detroit has a little bit of hype just from their hard knocks, not hype as in they're going to be something special, but just like it has that coolness, I guess. People will go and see what they saw on the show. So yeah. I'm assuming that's it. Yeah. More so the hype around this Eagles roster. I guess you don't, if you don't want to wait to have to see the Eagles in person as well, because, you know, I, like as, as exciting as in theory, as like the Monday night home opener is, it's not realistic for a lot of people. And I know a lot of people are going to make it work, but like for me, who, I mean, like I would jump through hoops usually to get to the Eagles home opener with, again, with a baby, like it's just not feasible for me now that we live in the suburbs and I have a baby to get to a Monday yeah. night football. You know what I mean? And it sucks. Cause I would love to be there, but you know, and then after that, they don't, they're not home again. They're really not home again until October. So, I mean, unless you can make a Monday night football game work for you, you know, not only it's, it's one thing if it's Sunday night, right. And it's like, yeah, you, know, you at least have all day to do whatever you want to do Monday. You have to work all day long. Then you have to work the next day as well. So it's just a lot that goes into it. So I guess if you're going to like, if you just really are like, Hey, let's just commit to it because they're not going to be home one o'clock until, until October, I guess it makes sense. That's true. That's a very good point. And because like most people that are in the Philly fan base too are in the suburbs and do have families. So that's a great point to factor in. I know also it's not as fun because you can't tailgate before a Monday night game and get all rowdy and all that stuff. So it's a great point. Exactly. But looking at this Lions team last year, obviously they were not good. Their record was 313 and one. And you actually wrote here and I agree with you wholeheartedly that they did have respectable losses Mm -hmm. like for the most part they played really tough last year and it was that situation where you just were like man like this team is gonna pull it out like I hope they get it done just not against us obviously and they did not get it done against us thank god yeah but it is heartbreakers right like it wasn't like they were getting obliterated every week they weren't getting blown out of there were their fair share of blowouts right like they, they did get their butts kicked here and there but there were a couple games in there that, you know, you thought they were going to be able to pull it out at the end and they just ended up, you know, not doing it. Now, I, I mean, even one of them is the the tie they had was to the Steelers and the Steelers were a playoff team. Now, the Steelers should not have been a playoff team <laughs> equally as much as the Eagles should not have been a playoff team last year. It was the, you know, that that seven seed that squeaked in yeah. the extra wild card um, and both, you know, got absolutely destroyed in round round one of the playoffs, which, you know, that's fine. I I have to say that because I don't need people coming after me like, oh, it's the Eagles were the same because it's true. The seven seed, both they got their butts kicked in the first round of the playoffs. Yes. But at the end of the day, they were still a playoff team. And, you know, so so they're a team that does that, that they play hard. They play with a lot of heart. Um, but ultimately, you know, I, I just think the 
talent isn't isn't where it needs to be for them to really significantly improve from that 313 and one. No, I agree. And I think a big part of why they do play so hard is because of their coach, mm-hmm. um, Campbell. He's just one of those literally, I guess, pun intended, but one of those hard knocks coaches. Like he right. has no pity. He will grind you into the ground, but then he'll also, I feel like he's a good mentor in that fact. Like he will run you into the ground, but then like put his arm around you at the end, kind of like pick you up, tell you what you need to work on. And I love that coaching style. So I think that's, he's a big reason why this team is that style of play and can squeak out wins. But like you said, yeah, their depth chart is just nothing. Obviously when you have Jared Goff too, he's a winnable quarterback, but he's not going to win you games. And we saw that when he was with, um, what's his name out in, or what's his name out in LA. LA. Yes, exactly. Thank you for picking me up there. But we saw that with literally one of the best young coaches in the league, one of the best younger coaches we've ever seen. So if he can't do it, you know what I mean? It just really shows what you have there. Also, fun fact, neither of us noticed until the before this show that Nate Sudfeld's their backup. Yeah. So a good friend, Nate Sudfeld, hanging out. Yeah, good friend. Good friend. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, last year, Jared Goff, he was he was not good. 19 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Um, he only played in 14 of the 17 games. And one of their biggest issues as well is their that offensive line. He was sacked 35 times last year. 35 and still missed and missed three games. And, you know, they're already mm-hmm. struggling. So Vitae's on IR. He's their starting guard and he's on IR already. So they're already going through you know, going through to, to backups and, you know, you and I talked about how last week, how good the Eagles offensive line is compared to, you know, the, the rest of the league and how some of the Eagles second string guys could be, you know, could complete a starting offensive line at a lot of spots in this league. 100%. This is where one of those spots where the offensive line is so bad that the Eagles second stringers could probably, probably be their starting offensive line. Um, so you expect a, a solid game from the Eagles defense, because you know you, that's where the Eagles spent a lot of time this year was was getting that de- defense really revamped, and that's what we talked about last week. It's one of those those kind of hot seat spots um, in in what what they need to what they need to do. So you know, when they played the Lions last year, they were really at a crossroads in their season where you know they went out to Detroit and they needed a big significant win because they had been losing winnable games up to that point. Um, and you know they they that's exactly what they did. The final score of that game, I believe, was forty four to six or something like that. You know, and they they did it by running the ball and just completely demoralizing that that Lions defense. So, um, you know, I think that they probably you know do do something similar. I I hope I I hope so too. I do think. Um, yeah, I don't know because I was I'm trying to like break it down in my head. I could see a very similar score for the Lions in the outcome of this. Very low scoring for them just because we have made such good improvements on our defensive end of things. And also, knock on freaking wood, I'm knocking if you can't hear it in the broadcast. But we're healthy right now. So there's no reason that we shouldn't absolutely just put a halt to this Lions offense. Um, I do, obviously, Aiden Hutchinson. My husband's a Michigan fan, and it's kind of made me a Michigan fan. I've always liked their basketball team, but 
I got more on their football side. So I do have a little bias, I guess, towards Aiden Hutchinson. I do just like the kid a lot. And I think, and I hope that he's going to have good performances. So like, but even with that said, he's a rookie on this team. He can only do so much. So he'd have maybe one, two stops. So I, I do expect the Eagles to really run it up. And I'm hoping, obviously, if we get up really early on this team, like similar to last year, we're going to have to run and rush. And that wouldn't be the worst thing to kind of get reps for um, our questionable or not questionable, but like weakest part of our offense, which is our running backs this year. Sure. But I would love to see deep, long passes. That is what I'm looking for in this game is for Jalen Hurts to really show he's comfortable, to show he's really made the improvements and that it matters and that he can hit A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith deep downfield. That is what I am most excited for. Yeah, I think that for sure, you know, we talked about it when we talked about the NFC East. The Eagles have done so much to improve. The Eagles have significantly gotten better. And when you look at this Lions team, you know, yes, they drafted Aiden Hutchinson. It's a nice story, hometown kid. He could be really good for them. But overall, they have not done much to improve. You know, they they added DJ Chark as a weapon for for Jared Goff. Great. But, you know, I, I, I just don't see any real improvement. Um, coming from from the Lions, so you know you're you're hopeful that you're going to be able to you know the Eagles are going to be able to showcase some of the additions that they've made because the Lions are you know I don't think they should overlook an opponent if you you heard you know what Jason Kelsey said yesterday or on Wednesday you know they they're not going to get anywhere by being complacent. Yes, they have a, a nice looking roster, but they haven't done anything to to They've not won a game. They've not yep. played a game. They have not. They don't deserve any sort of credit until you know they they go out there and perform. And and he's absolutely correct. So um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to give our our specific thoughts on you know what we expect from the matchup. Um, give our score prediction and some other predictions for the season. You are listening to the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great. 
but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Welcome back into episode number 83 of Babes on Broad. So Jess, before you went to break, you kind of hinted that we're going to be given our thoughts on this matchup. I already kind of gave mine in the first part. We're always terrible at that because we get so excited. And when we're breaking it down, we kind of hint towards what we're going to say. But yeah, obviously, matchup wise, I like what you said before we went to break about the Jason Kelsey comment, because it's true. It's week one. And I think that's actually best to have a team like this for week one, because last year, they went in no mercy because they had to at that point, And it really showed and it was a good thing to see. And that's how they have to come into week one as well, because you aren't proven. Yes, you look good on paper, but that doesn't mean anything. You have no reason to be cocky just yet. So I'm expecting them to come into this completely no mercy. And like I said, I really am looking early in the game to see Jalen Hurts come out with that confidence and that true leader on the field as well. Um, And I want to see deep bombs, at least in the beginning, obviously, like I said, you do what you have to later in the game and you don't want to hurt anybody if it's completely outrageous, which I would love to see. And I think we could see, but yeah, I want to see the deep ball. That's what I'm looking for before I give my score prediction. What's your thought on the game? And then I'll give my prediction with you. I'm I, I think you're, you're absolutely correct in, in everything that you said. And I think that the, you know, this has been a year where I think a lot of different guys have something to prove. Um, and I think that started with Howie Roseman having something to prove after, you know, what he's sort of done over these last couple of years. And, um, you know, give him credit for also admitting his mistake on, on the radio this week with drafting Jalen Rager and, you know, drafting for a position instead of drafting the best guy overall. I didn't necessarily need that from him. Um, I thought, you know, turning around and, and, you know, admitting he's, he's not one to admit defeat on draft picks. We know that. (laughs) Trading Jalen Rager was admitting defeat on the draft pick and that yeah. him just making, you know, writing that wrong essentially and, and getting AJ Brown here, drafting Devontae Smith, like that was enough. Right. So, so I didn't, you know, good on him, but you know, that is what it is. So he has yeah. done his part in, you know, proving himself in, in that, you know, situation. Um, hopefully, you know, game one jitters and, and, you know, working out the kinks doesn't get the best of the Eagles. Um, and you, exactly like last season, they come out firing like they did in Atlanta. You know, they, they were a garbage team. We didn't know they were going to be as terrible as they were when the season started. Um, but the Eagles were almost flawless in that performance last year. 
And that's really, you know, what I want to see. I want to see them, you know, come out hot, um, really firing, showing off all of these new shiny pieces that they've added. And, and you know, again, the the Jalen Hurts, the Jonathan Gannon, everybody kind of stepping up and, say, and you know, starting to prove their point right and show that they are here to prove something and they're going to prove something and you know it's it's going to be a season of that and not you know up and down and and what have you so personally you know I'm looking for a blowout and I that that's that's what I need so I'm I'm thinking close to a, a 33 to 10 sort of score what do you think I'm right there with you so I think exactly what you said it is week one, so they are going to have to kind of have rough patches here and there. I don't think it'll be too rough, but, like, they're just going to be working into it. Um, so you can't expect it to be a flawless game. So I do think that, I mean, with the slip-ups, that it might help out the Lions a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going complete blowout. And when I say help the Lions, I just mean let them score more than they did last year when they play the Eagles. So I'm going 34-13. I like it. I like yes. it. So when you look at the season as a whole, who are you most excited about and who are you most excited to see play this season so far? So my most excited, I guess I would say AJ Brown and Devonte Smith. Mm-hmm. It's a tie between those two because we actually really have those star power receivers. So those are who I'm most excited for. Um, and then I guess with that though, you could also say Jalen hurts and mine, I still like foof, like force, like have faith in the guy. And I really like what we've heard and what we've seen of camp and, mm-hmm. um, all the progress that we've heard that he's made. I love that. It's just more of a, um, if he's going to do it and if he's going to have those connections that I really, really hope he does. So I would say. I'm most excited for our receivers. I would agree. I'm definitely excited to see AJ Brown and see what he brings to, to the field. Like he really, I mean, he is one of the best young receivers in the NFL and he's proven that like, that's, that's a proven thing. That's not just, you know, us, you know, getting excited. He, he really is one of the best young receivers. And I think we talked about last week, the, you know, kind of the, the swagger that he brings that attitude. That's like confidence that borderlines on arrogance and the Eagles have not had that in so long. And I'm just so excited to see that unfold on the field. Like, I think that's going to just be so, so, so much fun. And no, I a hundred percent agree. And I think it's good for Devontae Smith too. I really think he's going to have a breakout year too as well with the progression of Jalen Hurts and then also it's just his second year it's the natural progression for his position so I'm really excited to see that and what you said about A.J. Brown I think it's going to only help Smith in his young career as well yeah so who who if you had to guess right now before the season starts if you if you know regardless if, if the Eagles go 13 and 4 or you know 4 and 13 who is going to be who is going to be the MVP of the season for the Eagles? Who is going to be the guy that, you know, it, it shines above above the rest for you? Okay, so if they go 4 and 13, I don't know who should <laughs> deserves that title on this roster because that means they all majorly underperformed. No, but I mean, I'm realistically um even though I said I'm still nervous because he just needs to prove himself it's got to be Jalen Hurts right because this offense 
has everything tied back to Jalen Hurts. His receivers aren't going to perform unless you see that progression and things start to click for Jalen with his arm. And then also his running ability. So if everything goes how we're expecting, the MVP is going to be Jalen Hurts. I agree. I I, I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited. One of the things that we've talked about this many times, one of the things that I love about him is he just, he doesn't seem to get rattled. Like he's just very calm and collected all the time and he doesn't seem to panic. So I'm excited to see with, because I feel like that's something that obviously can't be taught. So as he improves his game physically, that mental side of it is going to just help elevate him to another level. So I'm really excited to see how he's grown. And I, and people, I, there was, I think it was Dallas Goddard who, who they asked him, you know, about Jalen hurts improving. And, and he said something like, you know, the way that he having a, a full, you know, year in the system that he already knew has done wonders for him. And his confidence is there, the way he commands the huddle and the way that he is able to orchestrate a drive is has improved and a bunch of people were like well yeah if you do something two years in a row you tend to get better at it and it's like okay that 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 was not the point of that conversation the point of that conversation was he already has this kind this this confidence in his ability and the team but him being able to sort of take over and embody that as a whole and be able to be that leader he was also voted a captain by the rest of the team. So all of those things, I think, you know, are are lending me to believe that he is going to grow. And I really do hope that he shuts everybody up. And I am just, we're speaking this into existence. He's going to have <laughs> a good year. And I don't, listen, listen. Yeah. We still don't know if he is ultimately the guy the Eagles are in an interesting spot with their multiple first round picks. If he's not the guy to be able to do something and, and figure it out because that still is, you know, the one question mark of this offense. Um, But, you know, if they are going to live up to the expectations that they have set, which is winning the division and making some sort of playoff run, he is going to be the guy who above and beyond, you know, outperforms everybody else. I agree. He's definitely what makes them the ultimate what we expect mm-hmm. or he breaks them in that sense. But I do. I I expect really good things from him. Like you said, he has so many intangibles, things that you can not teach with his natural leadership, his calmness, his rushing ability, his athleticism. There's so many things there that if he just is able to pull it all together and able to work on the arm and like get all that together it it there's no reason he shouldn't be the mvp so i'm excited with the um dallas goddard comment as well like obviously i think i was one of the people that was like it was more so just the journalists that put it out i was like why did you say this tweet or tweet that's a quote tweet that oh. I was trying to say right there. <laughs> but I was like, why did you say this quote in a tweet? Um, yeah. Because to me, it's, yeah, it's done. Like, obviously, he's going to progress. Last year, he kind of gotten his real first ability or opportunity, I should say, in that role. And he just kind of 
was thrown in there. He had a lot of injuries around him and he was just trying to like keep his head above water almost. I feel like this year he is, he's got the team built around him. He's going to be comfortable. He had time to work on what he knows now that he needed to really work on. So I am expecting progression and it's not even like progression or else. Like I just truly think that we're going to like what we see. Yeah, I agree. And my last question for you, who do you think is going to surprise people the most this season? I'm going to say Devontae Smith because A.J. Brown is coming in as that real star power wide receiver. But I think, I mean, wait, did I say A.J. Smith? I meant Devontae Smith. I don't know. You know who I said, or meant if I said wide receivers. It's fine. Yes, yes. So Devonte Smith or whatever I ended up saying there, but yeah, I think he's going to surprise people most because I think people are going to really expect that from AJ Brown and Jalen hurts because of their off field chemistry as well. AJ's already got the proven star power, but as I already mentioned, I think Devonte's really going to step up this year and have a fantastic year, but then there's also other people too. Obviously Jalen hurts can surprise people. And it wouldn't be a bad thing if we see Miles Sanders surprise people. I was going to say that's the next one I'm going to speak into existence is Miles Sanders staying healthy and yeah. being that workhorse that we need him to be. If this offensive line can stay healthy and if Miles Sanders can stay healthy, he could have an absolute, he could have a thousand yard season. I agree. 100%. I would love that. And I, I would love that for him because he does have that ability. It's just these dang injuries that keep getting him. And now I think it's just been so long and so often that Philly truly forgets how good Miles Sanders could be right. um, when he is healthy. So I think he needs that for him as well. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's, I, I think if he stays healthy, I think he's really going to surprise and impress people. So that's my, my thought. Love it. Speak and it I, into existence. We're manifesting. I need to, we need to, we need to continue to manifest <laughs> things, positive things happening. Yes. Fire circles all the way around for the Eagle season. <laughs> yes. Positivity, positivity, oh. positivity. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But that is our thank episode you. for today. Thank you for listening to episode 83 of Babes on Broad. As always, thank you to SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Make sure you're following not only me and Sam, but everyone through Bleeding Green Nation um, throughout the whole season so you can get your updates on everything going on wherever you get your podcasts. We're there, BGN Radio, always. We've got lots of good content coming up, and it'll be constantly coming at you all through the season. And until then, we will talk to you next week, and go Birds! Here's the truth about AI. AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people. From data privacy to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. So how can you keep up? Well, The Current Report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it. Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts.